This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. This is a great track, but it's not good for talk radio. Little less conversation. What do we do there? That's for the Canes. They need to like uh, do more action on the ice. Ah, get more goals. I see. We do three uh, three words, right? Yeah. Little, well, a little less conversation is four words if we count the uh, the the a. You just uh, do little like all the rappers are exactly. <laughs> so let me bring in Corey Lavalette, North State Journal, and the Athletic at Corey Love on Twitter. We like to play this little game, Corey. Three words. To describe the Hurricanes defensively at this point? Uh, I don't know. I was going to go with, like, Fetch's cut chin, but I guess that doesn't apply to the question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he took a gash. He, he got did? a gash on his chin today. Um, yeah, uh, not good enough, I guess. There you go. The, the, three, the three words. Very, uh, very good. Um, somebody asked me on, uh, the podcast, the Canes Corner podcast live on YouTube right after, uh, we're done with the post game show, uh, on the Canes Corner podcast, YouTube page. Uh, somebody asked me, first question I saw was number one thing plaguing the hurricanes right now. So I'll let you answer that question. What is the number one thing plaguing them? I think it's their penalty kill. Um, it's been uncharacteristically bad i think they've given up nine uh yeah nine goals uh nine of their last 22 and um you know on top of that then you've given up a handful of shorthanded goals and Mm -hmm. um you know it just hasn't it's it's really a big part of what they do especially since they tend to get called for a lot of penalties uh and there's really no no excuse for it, I guess. It's not like you're, uh, you're you're working new guys into your penalty kill. It's pretty much been the same group with the exception of a couple injuries that have happened so far. But um, a little a little bizarre, and, um, you know, that's, uh, to me, that's, that's a really big one. Oh, it is, it is enormous. Like, because this is the way I answered it, and we can, we can start here. I, they, they, because there's a reason why the penalty kill has been – uh, so uncharacteristically poor. And I I boiled it down to goaltending. And it's not that Carolina has allowed a ton of bad goals. Auntie Ranta has allowed some, uh, some bangers, if you will. Um, but other than, I mean, I don't think Freddie Anderson has let in a bad goal in his basically two full, was it two full starts? that uh, Anderson has made before leaving the game injured. I guess it was in Anaheim. I don't think Freddie Anderson has led. I don't even consider the Tim Stutzler goal for Ottawa necessarily a bad goal. Was it stoppable? Yeah, but it wasn't a bad one. I don't think Pyotr Kachetkov has allowed a bad goal. Uh, But there were some goals that, I mean, you could make a save. And I think that's ultimately been their number one issue because they have allowed a lot of doozy chances there's no question about that. Is that is that a fair assessment of their goaltending? Yeah, you know, we were talking to Rod a bit today after practice, and he pretty much said it's been a little fluky what's happened to them. Um, yes, there have been blown assignments and, and players who maybe haven't quite. And he and he actually mentioned the new guys, and it takes a little while for for the new guys to to kind of grasp what right. they're doing. He said, "I don't I don't want to say we're doing." things completely different than the rest of the league, but they kind of are doing things different than the rest of the league. 
and um, you know, it's almost like a Jenga tower. When one when one piece is not where it's supposed to be, then things start to unravel and tumble pretty quickly. That's uh, so predicated on guys being in the right spot all the time and guys having uh, their box checked. And when there's a box left unchecked, things get scrambly. Corey Lavalette, North State Journal and The Athletic, covers the Hurricanes, joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. I know you and I were uh, texting back and forth about this today, but I want to have that conversation on the air. There is, I mean, one of the shining lights over these six games I mean, aside from the injuries, but it's injury, uh, it was caused by an injury, is the the instant chemistry, it appears, that Jesperi Kotkiniemi has had as a center with Seth Jarvis and Steph Nason. It's been a constant over these, I guess, two, maybe three games. They have really looked good together, and I would be, if I were Rod Brindamore, I would be very hesitant to break that line up. Not that Andrei Svechnikov is going to play in Tampa tomorrow, uh, but uh, because he's not, I hope Sebastian Ajo can, because I don't know what they're going to do with the roster. Um, if you keep that line together, it's going to create a fourth line, if you will, with potentially two pretty good players on it. Like, I don't know, Andrei Svechnikov and Martin Natchez playing around... Maybe Jack Drury. What do you do with three scoring lines if you're going to keep Nason, Jarvis, and Kokaniemi together? Nice problem to have, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, to me the dream scenario is, you know, for – and you hate to even say it because they've been the only line that's looked normal, but uh, if, if Jordan Stahl's line is your fourth line that plays 14 minutes a night, um, you know, I think – you can distribute your your three lines pretty well. I'm, you know, I struggle a little bit with where Jack Drury is right. as far as him, you know, potentially playing between Svechnikov and Natchez or, uh, you know, Michael Bunting if if the SAT line were reunited or, or things like that. Um, and then you know the other interesting thing was even in practice today, Tara Vinen was staying at center. yes, uh, maybe just because they're not sure if. Uh, if Ajo is going to be ready to go or not, but um, pretty, pretty interesting stuff and pretty interesting decisions to be made. And I, I mean, when something's working, you don't mess with it. I don't think, um, you know, I don't think that line is going to continue to play at an eighty-point pace all season <laughs> long. But, but um, I, I mean, I think we've talked about this ad nauseum. But I think I'm a believer in yes, very close. I know you are. I think there's a uh, there's. Uh, skill and potential there that's maybe being realized a little bit. Um, and, I mean, Seth Jarvis, I think, is is on the cusp of being a, uh, I don't want to say a superstar player, but at least a star player. I agree. I think Seth, uh, all the good stuff he did last year with the rest of his game, uh, if the offense is added to it and early going, it looks like the offense is being added back into it. Yeah, we're talking about somebody who should be in the 65 to 70 point range. Uh, I think over the course of this season, maybe that's a little optimistic, but uh, he's certainly off to a very good start offensively. He's got three power play goals, uh, and I like the way he operates right around the net. Uh, I agree with you about Jack Drury. To me, I don't think Jack... Jack is having... This is the second year in a row where the opportunity is there for him to play maybe even with elite players. Because even 
if it wasn't Brandon Lemieux and Steph Nason was still playing there when they're fully operational, I mean, it was going to be Tavo Teravainen or uh, or Martin Natchez. Somebody, there was going to be a scoring winger, and Steph Nason is obviously an offensive player. Uh, and I, I wonder if we saw something in practice today that gives us an idea of how Rod, uh, Rod Brindamore is thinking. Because Aha was working in practice as a center with Svechnikov and Brendan Lemieux. And obviously that's not going to be a line, but who knows. But if Teravainen, Kokaniemi, Stahl, and Aho are all working at center, and Jack Drury was working as an extra defenseman because Jalen Chatfield wasn't at practice, what does that say? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's the long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I don't think it's a, an accident that he's not out there running lines. And, you know, they obviously needed a sixth defenseman because, like you said, Chatfield was uh, what ended up being just a maintenance day from what Rod said. But they also have Brett Pesci, who's going to be, it looks like, out a little longer, but nothing overly serious. But he's, the, I guess, the furthest from returning out of that mm-hmm. group of, you know, Aho, Svechnikov, Anderson, all that. All those guys are right on the cusp. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a <laughs> interesting conundrum. And, uh, you know, I think we've talked about this too, is that I thought the competition for that fourth line center job was going to be uh, really good in camp. And then Vasily Panamarov gets hurt. And all of a sudden it's, uh, it's basically Jack Drury's job. And so far, uh, you know, I, he hasn't hit it out of the ballpark. That's for sure. Um, I don't know that he's done anything wrong but uh on a team like this especially when you could have the potential to play with really really good players you need to be able to show you can play with really really good players final thing if aho doesn't play they have to make a roster move right they're not going to tampa with 17 skaters because if aho doesn't play svechnikov's not playing i mean they're not playing a man down on the road against the lightning right yeah, I asked Rod about that. He said that if they need to, they're going to call somebody up. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you put Pyotr Kachekov at the opposite wing with Brendan Lemieux, and you have the ultimate physical uh, physical fourth line. <laughs> Pyotr would not take any guff from anybody. That's right. I used the word guff on the radio in Raleigh in 2023. Corey Lavalette, North State Journal and The Athletic at Corey Lav. I appreciate your time, man. I'll see you at the arena in a couple of days. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks, man. Corey Lavalette. <laughs> uh, yeah, I use the word guff. It's fine. I like it. Change things up a little bit. It's like 19, what is the 1957 word? Guff. Okay. Well, we've talked about horse and carriages last week. We did. So we're just kind of. We absolutely did. I'll, I'll, I'll try a 1960s word. Okay, yeah. Uh, actually, I'll, as we go to break, uh, we have a game. Seven and a game six tonight. Yeah. Isn't that groovy? Right? 
Well, we've already been yeah. using F-Boy today and numerous times, so that we're just true. bouncing all over the place. Well, more great news for carry commuters. With the new Go Carry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the Go Carry app, you can easily connect to gocarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the Go Carry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. Go carry, where getting there is just a tap away.